Welcome, everyone, all over internet land to our podcast, Movies in 4K. This is episode 89, and I am Bill Shetty. And I am Lady Phantom. And we got a nice little treat for you this week, and the Phantom's gonna conclude or elude a little tip. (laughs) (laughs) The director of this movie played the creature in some scenes in motion capture. Ooh, a creature. Do we have a horror movie coming your way? Let's get it rolling. of a hint with that music we are covering from 2018 a quiet place rated pg-13 runs under one hour and 30 minutes is listed in three genres drama horror sci-fi i like them yep i think that fits this movie perfectly directed by who lady phantom john krasinski who is also the lead male star Yes. Do you like when they do that, people who direct the movie and, like, produce it and also star in it? And I, I mean, I this is common a, among stacksters. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's very common, but it does happen, and I don't have a problem with it. So you don't penalize it at all for that? No. Okay. Stars? John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, Millicent Simmons, and Noah Jupe. Ooh, big names there. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, there are two more people in the movie, but that's it. That's all yeah, the cast. So I'd like to explain that. I usually want Phantom to say the notable stars in movies, but she goes and rattles off everybody in the movie. I don't well, think uh, the thing is that I also tend to say, like, who's important in the movie not just the stars because then for some movies you would only mention one person that's not fair but that usually gets the people into the movie if they like that certain actor or actress all right little synopsis there in a post-apocalyptic world a family is forced to live in silence while hiding from monsters with ultra-sensitive hearing. Yes, and this movie has tons of problems with it. We're going to get into that now, Lady Phantom. We got another post-apocalyptic movie here that's such a common trope in horror these days. Yeah, although this movie doesn't happen like in the far future. like Because of cues in the movie, you assume, let's say, that it happens between 2015 and 2020, a little 2021, actually. Because the grave of the little boy said, I think, 2016 to 2020. And so. you want to state that? That's not a spoiler. <laughs> 
Well, no, it's not a spoiler. I mean, the movie really begins. Oh, so you knew that was going to happen in this movie before you seen it? No, but it happens in the first, what, 10 minutes, five minutes? Okay, I was actually just going to do a little overview because I didn't want to give anything away because you got people dying and stuff like that. So, well, we're going to go with this because the movie opens up with this family in a store, father, mother, three kids, two boys and a girl. They're walking lightly. They don't have shoes on. They're barefooted. And you can see they're trying not to make noise and they're scouring for supplies, this drugstore type like place. And there's a point when the youngest boy who's four years old picks up a space shuttle and it has batteries in it. And the girl who is deaf, the sister, goes over to the boy and takes it away from him and then they're doing this shh thing that they do this whole movie, putting their finger up to the mouth when you want to shush somebody. And the father comes over and they're talking via hand signals. I don't really know if it's... Um, it's American Sign Language. It yes. is sign language? Yes. Or, okay. I didn't know because I don't know a lot of the... Signs. Signs, yeah. Well, no, you wouldn't, but yeah, well, it was. yeah, I know some because you've seen them on TV a lot of times. Yeah, so true, some, but you know, I mean, of like course. Like, I love you and stuff like that. Yeah, common. the girl is, I mean, she is deaf. She has been deaf since she was a little girl because of a medication overdose. But they did have a, an American Sign Language tutor, let's say, for all the actors because it had to be believable all right so the father takes away the little toy and takes the battery out of it and they're walking away going back home and this is when the sister being a nice sister gives the space shuttle back to the boy and he's all happy but he picks up the batteries behind everyone else's back minute later here you see he installed the batteries and it's making noise and the family is freaking out by the way they're walking home on a trail down a dirt road and they leave the youngest boy all the way in the back seems kind of bizarre in this world where you can't make noise and such and not watching after someone that young but he puts the batteries in and the toy makes noise and out comes a monster they got in the description but i'm just gonna say it's an alien an yeah, alien creature yeah. you i guess it's the only thing it can be right and he gets whisked away they uh -huh. don't show any death or anything but you assume he's dead he's dead basically because we're in this world right then we jump up Wow, they popped it on screen. It was like 479 days later or something like it that. It was day 479, I think, but they began on day 80-something. So I'm, I'm guessing it was like a year later. Right, because we noticed the mother's pregnant. Yeah, very and pregnant. Let's just gloss over the story here that they've led us to believe that these creatures have taken over Earth. No one else is around pretty much there's only outside of this family a couple other people in this movie so 
you assume most everyone's dead. This is one of the problems I have with this. This is such a small movie to me that focuses just on one family. It's the same problem I had with the original Purge movie. It was such a grandiose scheme, and the story is so small by focusing on a few different characters. But anyway, we're in this world, and we're led to believe that any sound they make, they could be killed. These creatures have ultra-sensitive hearing, and they come and destroy you, abolish you, whatever you want to say, completely obliterate your body. And the Phantom and I are going to talk about this because I know that she's not the same to me. She's going to give this one some leeway. But just with simple facts that happen in this movie, they're running around making noise in this movie. And every time they shush somebody, it's like they can't even speak. There's no whispering in this movie. They can't even whisper to each other. They got a sign language because of noise, yet they can walk around on wood and run and a whole mess of things happen in this movie that really perturbs me, Lady Phantom. What say you? I say that you are exaggerating because, I mean, yes, they do move and walk around and everything, but they never walk outside that little sand patch or the sand trails that they themselves create. It's not like they never walk on bare wood. Ever. When the it's, movie there's opened up, sand. the little boys were running in the store making noise, loud noise. You could it hear it in loud. the creatures. They can't even whisper, Miss Phantom. Well, but that's they also can't. because they have sign language. Okay. They don't need to. Okay, so you can't do this because they're going to come get you, but you can do this. Does that make any sense? They are not doing sense? that. When the boys were running in the store on the wood, there was... Does that make any sense? This happened several times in this movie. It wasn't that loud. There's times this creature's right in the face of somebody, and she's going to allude to water and stuff like that. But the point is it can hear something a mile away, but can't hear something a couple feet from somebody. And they do show you in this movie a few times this creature Like it's got a monstrous ear and it's got all little tubes and vessels and stuff when it wants to even go fine tune its hearing, I would say. And we should say that the creatures can't see. They can only hear. Okay. We're going along daily life and stuff like that in this movie. And of course, it's a trog to me. It's happening at a very slow pace, in my opinion, even though this is a short movie. This is just my style, an hour and 25 minutes about. But it felt slow to me. It didn't to me. Not at all, huh? No, because I was actually into the story and like trying to get into their shoes, you could say. Well, no, mindset. into their feet. And... <laughs> And think, and because I mean, this is a very good performance that everyone gives, and I'm trying to get into the story of this family. And yes, I understand that. I mean, sometimes they make 
like a little noise and everything but the movie does tell you at some point that louder noises when you when there is a louder noise around like smaller noises don't really matter and i'm pretty sure that's just like to set the the scope you know like to to show you okay we're gonna make noise but if there's a bigger noise then but that's see, okay here in lies the problem lady phantom this is totally serious it's a total dramatic piece here so i'm not buying what they're selling give you another great example somebody breaks a lantern with glass it's a loud noise <laughs> and the and the creatures appear why didn't it come get them i don't know but they did appear i mean like they if they get completely silent this, they also set this movie up once a noise comes this creature's there within five to ten seconds they show this happening two different times the boy in the beginning and then there's another character in this which i have a problem with that too they end up screaming the things there within five seconds yeah takes but them no away. In, in both occasions they are outside i mean when the when the lamp happens they are somewhere inside they their house they cannot be there that quickly <laughs> that does not make sense lady phantom because there's other times and this goes to you got to be in this world that these creatures are almost stalking them. They're wandering around this cabin and like focusing their ear for noise because they heard a little something. <laughs> and these people are making noise. They're not silent here. They're breathing louder they're doing other things they're walking and stuff and i just do not buy it i think it was very lackadaisical my personal opinion because if you want to make something super serious like this then follow the rules you set up don't have something break and the monster don't kill them well the monster does appear if it doesn't kill them, it's because it's did not time not yet. Did they not set the movie up when the boy did that? They what were they did? outside when the boy what died. Does outside have it any? matters. Then because why are they being so quiet in the house? If it doesn't to matter, to avoid in any the house, kind of possible they problem, they don't even whisper in this movie, folks. So all you people that love this movie, you can love it. I don't care, but. Don't be apologetic to it and try to stick up for it because there's faults in this movie with sounds. I think in the very specific situation of this family, it is a family that knows American Sign Language. So why don't they even whisper? Because if they don't have to. They know American Sign Language. Why would they even whisper if they don't need to? you know how long you could probably go without talking, Lady Phantom? You can't even go two minutes. I don't <laughs> need to not talk. And yes, okay. I do. I go a long time without speaking, especially when you are. Another major problem here. Their youngest son just got demolished by this alien species and yet they turn around and get pregnant right away well i cannot say anything That's about that life, because right? i think just let it no, go. i mean i think that is uh i wouldn't say problem but it is it's just a trope for the movie and i agree like i don't think that would happen 
in a world where you can't in make noise. Where- in, a, <laughs> in a world where monsters go follow noise. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't really happen. Be, or maybe, who knows? People are <laughs> weird. But yeah, I mean, what can make more noise than a delivery and a baby, a newborn baby? I don't think many things. So yeah, I mean, I agree it's weird. That's odd that they made that decision. But then again, who knows? I mean, it's just setting up the movie. That's the whole thing with the movie. Okay, the last thing we can just talk about here with this story is, which you know this is going to happen, there's a climax that lasts a good 20, 30 minutes in the end of the movie when she's ready to deliver the baby and there's chaos and everybody gets separated and they got to survive these beings. They do learn some things about it, but there's really not anything else to the story. It's a really plain concept. Yeah. And we also wanted to cover this movie, too. We thought this was a good time because A Quiet Place 2, which was slated to come out in 2020, but because of the pandemic, it got pushed back, is supposedly coming out within the next couple months here or something. Actually, it's supposed to come, like, by the time this airs, the movie should have been released already. so it's a perfect time. So before you go see it, I'm glad you're listening to us. Yeah. To see if you want to spend money at the theater. I mean, I agree that this movie is small in scope. You gave a very good example the, the, with The Perch. But at the same time, this movie is first and foremost a drama. So I don't need to know about everyone else. I am perfectly content with knowing about this family. I want to know what happens to them. Like if... Anyway, in A Quiet Place 2, they are going to widen the scope. So right now, I'm perfectly yeah, happy with gonna this. Yeah, they're going to widen it because it got popular and it's all about the money. It did better Who than cares? expected. The point is that they are going to. The point is in this movie, it's like you said, you're agreeing with me. I'm not arguing with you, Phantom. It's such a small movie. There's tons of problems, even though she don't want to admit them. She's letting them go. You out there, whatever, because this movie's got so much love all over it. And I don't understand it. I mean, the acting's fine. It's No, good. the acting is not fine. The acting is actually excellent. No, I, I don't buy it. Because I didn't buy them all in the situation. I didn't buy they're letting their four-year-old way behind them when you can't make a noise. I don't buy that. I'm sorry. Okay, but they were. I don't buy they got pregnant right after he died because there is a thing with the daughter in this movie where she is really emotional and don't feel the love from her father and he don't even pay attention to her. I mean, there's problems all over this movie. I could nitpick this movie to death, in my opinion. I'm just giving you the vast problems that I have with it. Okay, good. All right, so that is your story there. Now, let's talk about a few technicals here. What did you think of the creature design? I like it, but... Sometimes I think the CGI is kind of too obvious. (laughs) Yeah, when they do the quick cuts, it looks good. They should have went alien route with this. This should have been somebody 
in a bodysuit that was really big and did some cool face because i really like the look of this creature yeah it is this a cool face creature. that has like flappy flesh doesn't have eyes or nothing and like i said they really focus in on like an ear canal and stuff at times like how big it is i like the arms and legs how it moves but yeah it's obviously digital when they stay on it and uh -huh. show it moving and stuff but I would say it was better than average. Oh, absolutely. And then you have to give it props because they actually show you the creature. Like many movies, many horror movies, just they just tell you there's a creature, okay? But you are never really going to see it, but there's a creature. And I think that's a problem because, yes, I understand that sometimes they have to make quick cuts and everything, and it actually looks good. But some movies never really show you the creature. And in this movie, there is not that problem at all. Yeah, well, that could be hit or miss. It depends which way you're coming from. You know, Phantom, it might have been better if they didn't show it as much and didn't focus on it as much and maybe did some other sort of trickery to elude not that digital creature because yeah, it's obvious in scenes it's a creature yeah, digital creature. Yeah, I think those scenes where they focused on the ear thing, they should have done something practical for that. Even if it's just for the close-ups, so it doesn't look that fake. But if I had to go like, okay, Yes, this has positives and negatives, but what is it more? I would say positive. Like the, I like the creature more than not, definitely. All right, since there's no talking in this movie except one little scene when they go into a waterfall, there's a little dialogue between the father and son there, which only happens for a minute or two. None of these characters talk at all. So how was the sound and the effects? Did it hit the right mood for you? Did you jump at all? Where are you at? Yeah, I like it. Because, I mean, this movie makes very good use of sound. It's true. I mean, when there is sound, it's very well used. But it makes even better use of silence. It's like you feel like I myself didn't want to make a noise. You know, it, it makes you want to be quiet. And I think that is very Wasn't effective. Wasn't bothersome as all is what I'm saying. I mean, a no. whole movie without talking. No, because I'm into the story. Yeah, the, your problem was that you didn't get into the story. You didn't buy it. I did. So well, I was okay with it. The other thing is, this is our third watch of this movie. True. And I already said, even though it's a short movie, I thought it was boring for the most part. They really play a lot of scenes long with the family camaraderie and the daughter and stuff like that but it's bizarre how this movie was boring to me because it just didn't work like i mean they were good actors i'm saying it but i didn't buy the situation and what they had to pull oh, wow. off okay there's just other things i haven't stated in the movie i don't want to give too many things away that just aren't realistic and oh I my just, god you have an alien that goes after people when they make noises. That's how realistic this well, is. Well, I totally bought the movie Alien. I, I mean, did not that buy is this something movie. in space and everything. I understand it's way more unrealistic. So it's easier to buy something like that. Plus, 
it doesn't hurt that they actually used people in suits, right? Of course, but we're talking about the 70s. Now, and the acting was off the charts compared to this. It is off the charts. That you didn't like it, that's your problem. But the acting is good. It is very good. Phantom, stop putting in the like and dislike. I rate movies via what I see. Me too. It doesn't matter that I didn't buy. I'm going to be accurate with to what I feel the rating is. I think there's so many points overlooked and you're just going with it. Okay, they're showing me this. All right, that's fine. I can trounce up and down steps. No, I'm not saying that. step on nails and keep walking because I've stepped on nails and if you're you never putting weight on your foot. If you are a pregnant woman that is about to give birth and you are worried sick about your unborn child soon to be born and about your other children, you would walk. I don't care. I mean, yes, it would be painful, but you would walk. Okay. I mean, there are things that trump other things. I'm happy you're so into this and think it's so great. I mean, I'm sorry, but as a woman, I can just tell what kind of work went into Emily Blunt's portrayal of this woman, especially when giving birth. And especially when I've seen, uh, I don't know how many movies and TV shows that depict women having children, like giving birth that are so unrealistic because it just doesn't happen like that. But with this woman, I could see her and feel the pain that she was feeling. Like, I mean, like her portrayal was so on point. Like I cannot say anything else. And, and yeah, I think, in a moment where your child's life is in danger, I mean, of course your foot is going to hurt, but you're going to walk. You have no choice. It's not about the foot hurting. It's about you don't even feel your foot. It doesn't even feel like you have a foot. It's not about pain. Okay, I understand that. But there are things that are more important. normal. It's not realistic, Lady Phantom. Okay, fine. I don't think the birthing scene was realistic. You might put all your emotions and you're going with all this. Ooh, if you know you got to be quiet and all this stuff. I don't buy it. They got to sell that to me for me to buy it. You did. I did it. And you just bought what they sold you from the beginning. I had a lot of problems. The opening scenes, I said it the first time and the last. And this is not. I mean, we're going to get into it just in a minute, but this is totally not a rewatchable movie to me because once you know the outcome of this, I don't see any enjoyment factor with it. You let me know what you get out of rewatching this because I'm sure you're coming in high. I just like the movie. I like the movie. I like what happens. I especially like the portrayal of everyone in this movie. Talk about great child actors. I mean, these two are amazing. And yeah, Krasinski and Emily Blunt are great too. Like, I can't fault them. And I like actually watching them perform. All right. Are you ready? You got anything else to say? No. Okay. It's time rating mine. I'm going to go right down the middle with a five. This is an average horror movie at best. When the first creature comes out, it was cool. And then there's a really tense scene in this house. I thought it was pretty scary. Even though the creature, you got to let your mind wander. But certain times, it 
is freaky looking and some of the motions it makes and <laughs> the head is so cool like the head design with these flappy flesh things opening up and stuff with no real face i really enjoyed that that's probably the biggest positive to me i think the sound was very good it was tense dramatic when it had to be there's some sad parts in it the sound worked for the most part but it really did bother me that there's not a lot of talking and it was really boring because once the opening scene happens they never describe where the aliens came from what happened or anything like that that's why i'm saying this movie is so small in scope you just have no idea you're just following this one family you know nobody else and it just doesn't work to me it's not that entertaining but for the technicals in it it was shot well the camera work was done super well editing was great so right down the middle but this is an avoid movie to me it's not scary it is pg-13 kids could watch this movie there's really no blood or anything in it they really shy away from stuff like that but yeah it just doesn't have that gripping value to me and it's just boring avoid what do you got there is blood just not gore you can see blood actually a yeah, little, very little blood a little. in this movie i think this is a very good movie and i do think it's much better than you give it credit for from the technical point of view i think it is very well made but i mean i think What shines the most in this movie is the performances because they are actually excellent, like really, really good. Like I, I did buy what these people were feeling. And uh, for example, the things that you said with the father that doesn't really pay attention to the daughter, it's not because it's not that, she, that he's not paying attention to, to her. It's that he is in his mind, he is busy trying to accomplish something and she just doesn't feel it like that. But that is so common between parents and children. Like children misunderstand parents and vice versa all the time. So I totally buy this completely. And yes, they're obviously the thing about making noise or not, like it is questionable, but I enjoy the movie. So I, yeah, I mean, I am giving it leeway there. But any, I mean, I'm not saying this movie is perfect or anything. Like for many people... They, I remember in, the, in 2018, they said, oh, it's a 10. Like, no, it's not a 10. To me, I, I think it's an 8 because it is a very, very good movie and it's, a, and it's a buy. But it's not perfect. It definitely has problems. Okay, 4K quality time, Lady Phantom. How is the visuals? Excellent. It's they are really, really good. Not many things pop out of the screen, but you have... It's a solid disc. Yes, it's the contrast. You have a scene, for example, in a cornfield when the little boy is running with a flashlight and you see the, the flashlight, like it flashes and then it goes and then you see green and then you not, don't see anything. And, and it's, it's an excellent scene, actually, I thought. I think the best thing about this disc is the black levels. Oh, excellent Incredible black levels. Incredible black levels because it's dark in a lot of places here. You don't lose any detail and it is rich 
inky, velvety, whatever you want to call it for the deepest, darkest blacks, this movie has it. Yeah. But like Phantom said, when light comes into it, it looks very pretty. Yeah. Very illuminated, but never where you feel a part of it. It never has that illusion of you're in the picture, you're around there, and it's popping off the screen. Because there was some like bright red lights in this movie. Yes. And they just didn't have that ultra punch that yeah. it should have because it was really dark. I yeah. think they should have upped the contrast a little more because this should have been, in my opinion, a demo disc. It's not, but it's a great release. Yeah, and the, and those red lights that you're mentioning, they are just a tiny notch below popping out. But they, they look beautiful. Like mm -hmm, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All the wide landscapes look really good. There's scenes in here when it's almost pitch dark, but lights coming in from a window off in the distance or something. And you can see the glows on metal around the room to see that, yes. oh, that's a piece of a heater or something yeah. around the room. Like it has that reflection point with this de minimis light when it's pitch dark and it looks really good. Yeah, there's also a scene that is pretty dark where you see one of the characters is in a room that only had candlelight as uh, illumination. But then these candles, they go out and you see the transparency of the candle and with very, very minimum light. And it, it looks great. Yeah, it looked really good. And I was hoping for a 1917 scene in this because I remembered it you know this movie because i've seen it three times now but i we weren't rating movies back then when we originally seen this movie and i was like this could have a couple 1917 scenes but no didn't rival that candle let's see no no definitely not but i think the closest thing to a 1917 scene was that cornfield one it was so yeah, good. Yeah, that was really neat. There's a couple standout scenes in this Phantom. When yeah. they went to wider shots is when you noticed like little reflections off yes. things. And when they were down in that store and stuff, because they'd walk out of a dark room into a semi-lit room and just how the light was hitting certain objects and parts of their body and little trinkets around looked outstanding it yeah. really did and there's also a little scene with a kind of a bonfire kind of on top of something and it looks beautiful it does look beautiful yes okay so we're in agreement on the video how about the audio excellent i think the audio is very very good especially how it's just the way they i mean the, that goes to the movie the dialogue track <laughs> There is no dialogue. People. Well, the little dialogue that you can actually hear is very clear. <laughs> because, I mean, you mentioned that scene in the waterfall. It has what the water sound loud. And still, you hear the dialogue. And then there's another little scene in a, you could say, like a basement room or something where they are also talking. And, of course, it's very clear. But it's just like the, the way this movie uses sound or not 
is just so good. There's one thing in this movie they did that they've done since back in the day, but I really appreciate this technical achievement that happened older than me is when someone's wearing headphones or something Mm -hmm, or earphones and they take it out of their ear and you sort of hear a little bit of it you know it's like deep in the thing you're getting the bass and whatever the song is and the singing like muted but then they go and put it in the ear and then it comes on full blast i really like that effect i've always liked that when they did that in movies i think it's not a trick, but it is an accomplishment. That's not that easy to do to have that echoing sound when someone's apparently, because they're not actually listening to that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then in this movie, when that happens, that music just envelops you. It's all around you because, I mean, these people are wearing headphones. So, like, you hear them, and it's just all around you. And it sounds very, very good. And a lot they, of atmospheric sounds. Oh, yes. Wind and stuff like yeah. that. And then another thing they do a lot in this movie, which is so, so effective, is uh, how they use the sound with the girl. You know, like, right. she has That's a good her, her cochlear implant that she has... It just, I mean, they they work with vibrations, not really with sounds. It's not a hearing aid. It just works with vibrations, and the vibrations translate to the inner ear. And, uh, like, you can hear when you are focused on her, like, how she would hear, which is not really hearing, but more like feeling the vibrations around you. But then they focus on something else, and then you hear whatever is happening normally and then you go with her and then at some points she actually turns off her implant and it goes completely silent and it's so effective right and this is the first time i noticed that right away in the beginning the little boy is talking to her and you know when the camera goes to him you hear him and then when it goes to her you hear this really deep muffled barely audible sound yeah and while i want to phrase this right i never noticed it before phantom it's so subtle but then again it's not once you know it's there that i picked it up this time it's like pretty brilliant how they did that yeah and the thing is that this little thing they do it helps you be in the movie because you you feel like you're like you're feeling or hearing what they are experiencing in the moment and it's very effective i think well they had to do something with this and this is probably the second best thing outside of the creature design the utilization of sound on a no dialogue movie works pretty well for a horror movie because most of the tracks are thrilling creepy i never jumped in this movie did you yeah you did did. jump in this even this time yeah why you didn't remember what happened or it's just the blaringness of the sound whatever it is i jumped (laughs) were you scared in this movie yeah what would you put on as a scare factor we used to do that back in the day Oh, from one to ten. It's not very high. I would put it in a like four or five. 
But I mean, yeah. I'm, and that has to do probably with the realism of the creature, right? Most yes. Of and the, and yes, sometimes the sounds like they were there just suddenly because in a movie that uses sound correctly, many times, you know, it's coming and it still gets you. And this is what happened to me. Like, I know it's coming, but it still gets me. All right. What special features we got on that disc? All right. They are on the Blu-ray and they are creating the quiet. Director John Krasinski gives you a behind the scenes look at a quiet place. The sound of darkness, creating the sound of a silent world. A reason for silence. The art of unforgettable visual effects. All right, Lady Phantom, let's get that disc grade out for all the fans at Perfect Time, Quiet Place 2, either just came out or is about to come out, but will come out in 2021 sometime. This is a notch or two below a demo disc to me, but it looks fantastic. If this is your style film, it's definitely worthy on 4K. I would not watch this on any other format. I'm giving it a B plus. Me too. It's an excellent disc both in visuals and in sound. It's a great, great combination. All right, Lady Phantom, what do you want all the listeners to do right now? Go to BillShetty.com, where you can find the guest book and sign it. Tell us whatever is on your mind, your suggestions, recommendations, requests, just comment, say hello, whatever you want, you can do it there. And you can find the links to subscribe to the podcast, whatever you listen to podcasts, our links to Letterboxd, and remember to follow me at LadyPhantom74 on Twitter. And I just want to thank you out there for listening and staying tuned to Movies in 4K. We are loving what we're doing, and we appreciate you reaching out to us. And even if you don't reach out to us, keep on listening. We love doing the show. So for Bill Shetty and Lady Phantom, <laughs> we'll get you on the next one. <laughs>